0: Can you lift up your hand and magnify the Lord in the house? Magnify the Lord, exalt Him, lift His name high for all that He has done, for all that He is doing and all that He will yet do. Can you exalt His holy name for His good and His mercy? And your red forever magnify the name of the Lord. You are good and your mercy is forever.
1: Hallelujah
0: depth of our hearts we declare this morning that you are good and your mercy endureth forever. We can say this because we have seen, we have touched, we have experienced your grace, your goodness, and your mercy. Lord, we are speaking not just out of knowledge, but out of experience. That we are here today is because you are good and your mercy endures forever. We return all praise to you for all that you have done. Thank you, Father. We open our hearts to you and we ask that you release your word into our hearts. We ask that you open the heavens and you bless us this morning. Thank you, Father. Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning I'll be speaking to Ross on a question that you will need to carefully consider and answer And if for any reason you fall short of the answer, you are going to need to ask God to help you and give you grace to do better. Amen? So the topic is actually a question. And the question is this. How is your walk with God? How is your walk with God? When you meet people and you exchange pleasantries and you greet, one of the things you ask the person is, how are you? How are you? How are you doing? How are you faring? How is life treating you? And most of the time, what we hear is, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. So this morning the Lord is asking you and me, how are you? In your walk with me, how have you fared in your walk with me? And this is not the kind of question that you will you will you will, you will give an I am fine answer to hastily because we deal with the God that knows everything, right from your secret to your open life. We have run through almost 12 months of the year, few days to the end of the year, and the Lord is asking us a question. How have you been in your walk with me in 2023? How have you fared? You know, at this time of the year, It is easy for you to sit back and think of what God has done, what God has not done. Unfortunately, what many people think about is what God has not done for them. Perhaps you are here and at the beginning of the year, you wrote several things that you planned to achieve, several things that by now would have become... Uh, reality in your life but they have not and you are wondering what really have I achieved this year just as you are asking what has God done for me this year the Lord is asking you this morning what have you done for me this year how are you how are you how is your walk with God How have you interacted with God this year? How is your fellowship with God? How consistent have you been in your growth in Christ Jesus? How much kilogram of grace have you added to your life? What is your weight in the spirit? Some of us have added physically. Some of us, maybe at the beginning of the year you were 50, but now you are 60, you are 70. Your body has added flesh. How much has your spirit added? How well have you grown? How well can you pray now? How well can you study the word of God now? How well or how easy is it for you to forgive offenses now? The bitterness that you crossed into the new year with, have you been able to discard of it? Have you been able to empty your heart of sin impurities of uncleanliness of any weight that does easily beset you or that pull you down did you enter the year struggling in your walk with God and the years rounding up you are still struggling how are you how is your walk with God how is your faith walk how is your walk in righteousness and holiness How is your walk in love? How is your walk in soul winning? How many souls have you won this year? The Lord is asking us a question today. How is your walk with me? You will need to answer this question sincerely because... the answer is going to depend, the answer is going to orchestrate a lot of things in your life. For some people, it's going to orchestrate repentance. For some, it's going to uh, orchestrate uh, admonition. It's going to orchestrate encouragement. It's going to orchestrate renewal of strength. It's It's going to orchestrate some very critical decisions that you will need Or you are going to make from now on. How are you? How is your walk with God? How are you faring? When a man comes into Christ, coming into Christ is just the beginning. There is something much more than coming into Christ. But of course, that is the entry point that is the ground zero that is where you must take off from and there is no argument about the fact that several of us have come into christ unfortunately many of us has remained at the point we were when we came into christ Colossians chapter 2. Let's read. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. This morning I'm not preaching per We are just discussing. Amen. I say amen. Verse 6 says, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so do walk, walk ye where? In him. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Our relationship with God does not end at receiving Jesus. It does not end at coming into Jesus. There is another leg that must be added to it and that is the leg of what? Walking in him. In him. The place to walk is in him.
1: How to walk is in him.
0: Where to walk is in him. Unfortunately, there are some of us that have at different points this year walked outside him. Some have walked in their own wisdom. Some have walked in their own strength. Some have walked in their own knowledge. Some have walked in the way they feel is best to walk. And they have walked outside Christ. In decision making, some have walked outside Christ. In their ambitions and plans, some have walked outside Christ. In the choice of a life partner, some have walked outside Christ. In their relationship with their spouses and children, some have walked outside Christ. Even with fellow brothers and sisters in church, some have walked outside Christ. And you're asking me, how is that possible? When you hate a brother that sits beside you in church, when you got offended at that usher because the usher told you where to sit and you were not comfortable with it and you carried hatred and bitterness for three months, for four months, brother, even when you stood here preaching, you were preaching outside Christ. Having received Jesus Christ the Lord, we are admonished to walk where? In him. One thing I want to draw your attention to is this. In this kingdom, we are restrained. We are constrained. We have boundary. Amen? There's a circumference within which we operate. Anything (laughs) <laughs> no matter how godly it looks, that is done outside Christ, you missed it. So the Lord is asking you, in your walk with me, how, how, how have you walked? How is your walk with God? It is my prayer that the Lord will There's a hymn that says, Lord, help me judge myself each day to walk this new and living way. I seek thy grace with all my heart to be made pure just as thou art. Lord, give me light that I may see. May God give you light. Genesis 17 verse 1. Give it to us, please. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. What does it say? And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou what? Perfect. So how was Abraham to walk? Number one, before the Lord. Number two, how? Perfect. Perfect. Do you know what it means to walk before the Lord? What it means is that you are you are in His presence. You are you are. Give us amplified version of this of this of this of this passage. The amplified version. Look at it. Say when Abraham was ninety nine years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, "I am the Lord. God, I am the I am God Almighty. Walk habitually before Me in bracket with integrity." Knowing that you are always in my presence and be blameless and complete in obedience to me. Can I ask you a question? Have you walked in the presence of God this year? Have you been obedient? Has your obedience been complete to God? Many of us, we never obeyed God. Yet we expected demons to obey us. Many of us never obeyed God. And you want to cast out sickness. You want to heal the the sick. You want to raise the dead. You want to perform miracles. But you never obeyed God. You forgot the scripture that says being able to punish every disobedience when your own obedience is what? Complete. Excuse me, help me ask your neighbor. How have you walked with God this year? How have you fared? You are not talking. Let me ask your neighbor, how have you fed? You know, if you are here this morning and you were disobedient to God, you know. As the year is coming to an end, we need to recalibrate. We need to consider our ways. We need to, we need to check our lives. What have you done? How have you served God? Have you served God in his presence? Your obedience to him has it been complete? Can you beat your chest like David in Psalm chapter twenty-six and say, "I have walked in the integrity of my heart"? Give me Psalm twenty-six, Psalm twenty-six, verse um, verse one and verse eleven. He said, "Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity." That, that's see, that's David talking to God. What boldness. Who are you to tell God that you have walked in your integrity? But he knew what he was talking about. It was the life that he lived. For I walked in my integrity. I have relied on and trusted confidently in the Lord without wavering. And I shall not sleep. Verse 11. But as for me, again. I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful and gracious to me. Have you walked in, in any form of integrity this year? How many times have you lied? How many times have you deceived? How many times have you borrowed money and promised to pay back in two weeks? From January, this is December. You have not paid. Can you be trusted? Can your words be trusted? When you speak, can we take it to the bank? If it is that sister, forget it. Whatever she says, that is what she will do. When you come to church and you go back home, can we trust you in church and trust you at home? Have you worked in the integrity of your heart? You, have you exercised, manifested, displayed, lived in any form of integrity this year at all? Have you had reason as a man to delete messages from your phone so that your wife will not see it? Have you felt very uncomfortable to pick calls before your wife? Or in the in the midst of brethren, there are calls that you cannot pick. There could be calls that are private, maybe financial dealings and all that you don't want people to listen to. But the one that you run out to go and pick the, 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 the Lord that knows all, the Lord that sees all. David stood before me and said, Lord, I can tell you that I have integrity. God, the righteous judge of the whole earth. Excuse me. How is your walk with God? Yes. One thing with David, he was not a perfect man. He always knew when to make it right. Some of you, you failed God and you pretended as if nothing happened. You just continued. That is where the problem is with many of us. David, David should be the most unworthy human being to say, Lord, I have integrity before you. But he knew, he, he, as far as I'm concerned, David lived in the dispensation of grace because that man exercised grace. He appropriated the grace of God to the full. And you live in the dispensation of grace from January till now. Unforgiveness still locks in your heart. Some of us, we, 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 the way we deal with God as if he's a dundee, as if he doesn't know anything, as if he doesn't see us, as if, as if you, you do things and hide, as if God doesn't know anything that has happened. You don't know that he's just looking at you in his mercy, hoping that one day you will realize and come to repentance. Some of you, you fell into fornication, and you are still fornicating. You fell into evil. You, you fell into, into things that a Christian should not do. And you pretended as if nothing, nothing has happened. Because you believe in the message of hyper-grace. Grace that covers you so much so that whatever kind of life you choose to live, once your sins are forgiven, they are forgiven forever. They play. They play. Some of you have cheated people in church. In church. Even in church. You draw a mouse you bring and come to church. And you see, you, you, you see these persons and you put up bold face. How have you fared this year, brother? How is your walk with God? How, how, how have you, how circumspectly have you walked? According to Ephesians chapter five, verse, verse um, I think verse fourteen, he said, "Walk circumspectly. Circumspectly. To be circumspect means to be careful, to be very careful." That passage of scriptures, the the message says, "Watch your steps. Watch your steps." Many of you, how many times have your steps led you to clubs, clubs this year? where naked women are expressing themselves, how many times have your steps led you to parties that you shouldn't attend this year? How many times have you failed to watch your steps and you didn't give a damn and you called God's bluff because you knew that he will not destroy you in your iniquity and you went and did whatsoever you wanted to do nothing. Nothing. Nothing go happen as far as you are concerned, and you are here seated with us this, today. How have you fared? How are you? Help me ask your neighbour. How are you? How are you? And then you kneel down to pray, and you are saying the devil is attacking. You cannot pray. You cannot pray. Meanwhile, you are the one that opened the door of your heart to the traffic of demons. How have you fared? How have you fared? How is your walk with God? You were praying 30 minutes in January. How long can you pray now? You are still doing 30 minutes. You have not fared well. Somebody. You have not fed well. You didn't belong to any activity team in church in January. And up till now, you are still floating. You are not a member of any activity team. No, 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 no. That is not how to, to grow. You are not doing well. How come that the devil has unfettered access to your heart? Even in December. How are you? The Lord is asking us a question today. He said, walk before me and be blameless. And finally, I don't have time, but finally, Genesis chapter 5. And that is where we will pray. You are going to ask God to do something to you. That as this year is coming to an end, and as we, as we, as we cross into 2024, Haba, your walk with God, there must be a change. Amen. Something, something must change. And you see, before we go to Genesis chapter 5, and that's where we are going to end. As New Testament believers, the Bible admonishes us. So we walk how by faith and not by what? By sight. If this year at any point you have walked by sight and not by faith, you didn't fare well at that point. Are you with me? You didn't fare well at that point. Genesis 521, I think. Genesis 521. The Bible says, and Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God. After he begat Methuselah, 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not. Why? Why? Why was he not? Because God took him. God became so acquainted with Enoch that he told Enoch, Enoch, you can't stay here anymore. I like the way you walk. Come. Come and live with me where I am. Enoch walked with God and he was not. It didn't matter what others did in his generation. There was evil. In the time of Enoch, there were men that were wicked and were not serving and pleasing God. There were men that sold their souls to the devil. There were things around Enoch That would have discouraged him from walking with God. But his testimony at the end of it is this. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not. Because God took him. I pray for you. And I pray for myself. that like Enoch walked with God. I and you will walk with God. Rise on your feet and pray. Just say, Lord, help me to walk with you. For the remaining part of this year, my time is up for the remaining part of this year. And as we enter into the new year, Lord, my decision is to walk with you. If there are things that you need to correct, if there are things you need to repent of, if there are lifestyles you need to repent of, this is the time to do so. Lord, at this point, at this point, I didn't do well. I didn't walk well. I want you to help me from today that I may begin to walk with you in the integrity of my heart, in the purity of my heart, that I may tread this ancient path, that I may tread this holy path. Help me, Lord, to walk with you. To walk with you. All the days of my life that I walk with you. The grace upon Enoch, Lord, whatever made Enoch walk with you, until it was not because you took him. Do it to me. Help me to walk with you. May I be able to say like David Lord, I will walk with you in the integrity of my heart. I will walk before you. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. You are here this morning, you don't even have a relationship with Jesus, you have no walk with him. Everybody keeps standing, you have no walk with him. You don't have a relationship with Jesus and you want to say Jesus from today, even as this year is coming to an end, I want to begin a new walk with you. I want to begin a new walk with you. Wherever you are, can you just place your right hand on your chest and I will pray for you. Yes. Yes. Place your right hand on your chest. Lord, I choose to walk with you. For the rest of my days, I choose to walk with you. Your right hand on your chest. Lord. Lord. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I choose to walk with you from today. I open my heart to you. Be my Lord and my Savior. And give me grace to walk with you and to follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me, for saving me. Thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' mighty name.